when I think about these times that that we're living in, the harvest is plenty. And I want to remind somebody that the time is now. Is the time is now. The harvest is plenty and the time is now. And if you're a young preacher, a young leader, a saint, faithful saint in the church, whatever you do, I want to tell you, go for it. The time is now. And yes, these are tough times. But in the Bible, if you look through the Bible, and I just, I think it was last week, I was working on a message I still haven't preached yet, but you'll see the supernatural working of God occurred during times of chaos. It occurred during times of turmoil. When there was tension in the land, that's when we saw the supernatural hand of God at work. That's when we saw it. And so then I began to think, well, what about when there was peace? Well, if you study the Old Testament and the New Testament, there wasn't much written about the mighty work of God when there was peace. But God showed himself faithful, powerful, all of those things when there was trouble and chaos. And the Bible, I think the Bible shows us, and this is encouragement for us today, that the supernatural power of God is at work when things are at their worst. Think about Moses. Moses lived in the days of great oppression. And we know everything that Moses went through under Pharaoh and the slavery and the bondage. And then he comes to the Red Sea. And what happens at the Red Sea? When they're, when they're faced with the obstacle, when they're faced with chaos, he's standing there. What happens at the Red Sea? The sea parts. What a mighty miracle. And so, you know, Moses is, is fleeing for his life. There's chaos, there's fear. And, and what happened? God did a work. And Brother Greg, I'm believing that for these times. These are the times. I can't help but remember the man who, who had to get into the troubled waters. You see, it's troubled waters. I look through my Bible, I see it all and time and time again. It's troubled waters. It's troubled times when God works. So keep living for God, church, and keep watching him do his mighty acts. We think about Daniel. You know, what's the standout miracle? If I say Daniel, people straight away say the lion's den, you know. There would have been no miracle. What would have Daniel had to write if it wasn't for the lion's den? When we think about the three Hebrew boys that were thrown in the fiery furnace, if it wasn't for the fiery furnace, Brother Greg, there would have been no fourth man in the fire. God does his best work in times of chaos. Mm -hmm. All through the book of Acts, we see that persecution was what brought about the revival. I want to remind the church, the harvest is ready and this is our time. God could have chosen anybody else, but he chose you and I. And I thank God that we have faith in God. But just flip that coin for a second and realize that God has faith in us. He called you and I for such a time as this. We have come into the kingdom for such a time as this. And so in these last days, don't let your posture be a posture of looking down. Don't let your posture be a posture of doom. Don't have a posture of despair and hopelessness because I tell you, it's time to look up. The, the, the harvest is white and is ready and the time is now. David himself said, is there not a cause? And I tell you, church, there is a cause and that cause is a lost and dying world. And we live here. At, it's 1159. We're living in these last days. And there is a cause. And let's be passionate about that cause. It's a passion. When you get a passion, it burns up all that selfishness. Passion. When you get a passion, it, it ignites the fires of meaningfulness. You know, nobody becomes meaningful 
unless they have a passion. And so this is our time, church. This is our hour. And, you know, I heard a preacher say once, he said, we are as important as Calvary. We are as important as Calvary. Well, what do you mean, Pastor Jonathan? Well, what is the message of Calvary without a messenger? You and I are messengers in these last days. We've got to take our eyes off ourselves and, and know that the, the harvest is ready and the time is now. And so let God birth that fresh passion in your life. That's my prayer for you today, that you would have a fresh passion for Jesus Christ, that you would have a fresh passion for the work of God. You see, power doesn't follow position. Power doesn't follow prestige. Power doesn't follow talent. Power doesn't follow knowledge. And I, I'm not against any going to Bible college, but power follows passion. And these lockdowns, you know, we're right in the middle of a lockdown right now. You're in a lockdown in Sydney, Greg. Canberra's been in lockdown for a month. We've got another month to go. These lockdowns can drain us. And I know a lot of people feel drained. They just, you know, they're not involved in ministry. They're stuck home. They can, they feel drained. But the other day I heard the economists talking about, the politicians talking about how they want to see the economy snap back, go back, you know, even become stronger than it was before the lockdown. Let me tell you, if there's anything that needs to snap back after these lockdowns, it's the church. It's the church. And I want to encourage everybody. It's all about souls. It's a lost and dying world. The harvest is ready and the time is now. And so I encourage anybody listening to this, this time of the pandemic, whatever, whatever time you're listening to this now, we've got a job to do. The harvest is ready and the time is now. We are literally, Brother Greg, we're literally racing the rapture. You know, a lot of people talk about the mark of the beast and this and that that's going to happen. No, according to my Bible, the next thing to happen is the rapture of the church. Lord Jesus, Lord, I pray right now for anybody listening to this podcast today. Oh God, that you would baptize us with a fresh passion. God, that you would baptize us with a fresh vision for souls. And Lord God, I pray, Lord, as we race the rapture, in this last hour, in these last days, oh God, that you would use us, oh God, to reach our colleagues and our families and the lost souls, oh God. Let us be consumed with a passion, oh God, reignite the fires of passion in our life, oh God, that we would do a mighty work for you, oh God, that we would not be concerned about the things of this world, but Lord, that we would snatch the, the souls, as it were, out of the fire. God, Lord, we thank you for calling us to this hour. And Lord, we know you will empower us. Give us a fresh burden. Give us a fresh passion. We pray in Jesus' name.